What you been doing, man? How have you been celebrating your pandemic? <laughs> um, oh my gosh, my celebrating my pandemic. I mean, I feel like things are, I dare I say, returning like a little bit to normalcy, you know, now that like the vaccine is out there and like sure. the crest is coming down. I mean, yeah. I graduated from my master's program back in May. So I know, I congratulations. Thank nice. you. Yeah. I'm working full time. So that's like been an adjustment for sure. Yeah. That's so great. Did you pick up um, like sourdough bread baking or like puzzles or did you start painting or anything? Well, actually, you know, I did a lot of baking. Like I baked a lot of cookies and like I tried to like do a lot of different recipes, like weird cookies, like yeah. blueberry like and chocolate chips or like coffee like i tried to like bake as many weird concoctions of delicious cookies as i could were you a baker pre-pandemic no oh good for you yeah not at all i just i had so much downtime and i like i've i live in a in an apartment that's 250 square feet and so Ooh. yeah and so I like needed something that like got me up on my feet, like in my kitchen, like doing something. Right. And, you know, there's only nice. so much like YouTube Zumba people can do. Yeah. Yeah. So, so doing these experiments, I mean, there had to be some clunkers that didn't turn out, were there? I feel like the Montre's got a clunker. Oh no. oh no. I baked um I was like, I only bake sweet stuff and I want to try something savory. And so I tried like a cheese cookie biscuit and i <laughs> i mailed it to them and like they were very kind they said they were good but like i don't know if i believe have they asked you for any other baked goods since <laughs> no Kathleen <laughs> yeah. was like carolyn these are delicious what's the recipe and i'm like oh god i know why she's asking that because like i don't think they're <laughs> yeah she's <laughs> like i would just want to make sure that it's all edible things <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did I taste metal? Was that metal? Uh. I want to make sure that I never put these things together in a bowl ever. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. Just like a, like a like a like a like a psychopath has a list of people that it wants to kill. She just has the the recipe that she just makes sure I never purchase these seven things. I don't think it was my fault. I think it's because I used maybe some gluten free flour, like no shade on anybody who's gluten-free, but that's kind of like what I had left over. And so it was too crumbly, but. So that wasn't on purpose and it wasn't aimed at the mantras. You just. No, I mean, I love Dawn, but I love Kathleen a lot. And I sent those cookies because I was like, girl, I miss you. And so I was very sad that the biscuits didn't turn out okay. So. And, and I think your love of the mantras, that's the way we all feel. I mean, in fairness. Yeah, of course. Of, yeah. of course. Yeah. And I think she let Dawn try the first one and then. <laughs> Then she asked you what was in them. I think that a box arrived with an odor of food and he probably ate a portion of the box <laughs> trying to get to whatever was in the, the box. I, you're not implying Don is a mouse, are you? <laughs> he and the dog tore the box apart. Yes. Dog, right, yeah. Well, I think there's a reason that there aren't um, cheese cookies on the market. That's true. With a splash of biscuit in them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sounds yeah. British. Sounds very British. Yeah. I've had I've, I've had delicious delicious cheese muffins or scones, but nary a, nary a cheese cookie. You know what? Maybe my next batch will go to you, Ian. Yes. Like, sounds it. like you're ready. Hey, this is Steve with the Punch Up Podcast. With me on this episode are Jesse Preisendorfer. Hey, Steve. Ian O'Shea. Hey, Steve. Kevin Reagan. Hey, Steve. And our storyteller is Carolyn Rhodes. Hello, Carolyn. Hey, Steve. How are you? 
I'm good. Thanks for being here. So this is the story of a time that I survived a near-death experience on the famous PCH Ooh. trail. I mean, the, the driving trail. Pacific Coast Highway? is that what Highway that is? 1. Yes, Highway 1. The PCH Pacific Coast Highway. You drive past Big Sur. It's on California's coast. Beautiful, beautiful drive. Does that highway go top to bottom California? Yes, okay. it. it does. I started, my friend and I started in San Francisco and we drove down to Palm Springs. So a little bit of context. I was going out to California for a business conference. My friend John lived in Seattle. We decided to convene in San Francisco and conquer our pipe dream of driving the PCH uh, down to Palm Springs. Awesome. To set the stage a little bit. So John was my best friend from college. Like, she and I had been very, very close when we went to school together. But just to like set the stage a little bit, a little bit of stakes here, Don and I, this was in 2018. Previous to that, Don and I had like a little bit of falling out, which I could probably speak to later, but we hadn't spoken in five years. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Did you guys live together in college? No, we didn't. You're just good, good buddies? Good buddies, really close all through college. And then something happened after college um, that kind of like, you know, we had a little bit of a tiff and then we didn't speak. Was it a cookie related incident? Unfortunately, no. <laughs> okay. I wish it was. Okay. I actually wish it was. Carol, where's college? Stevens, uh, Stevens College, is, it's an all women's college in Columbia, Missouri. I thought you were being super proper and going to say, Stephen, that is a good question. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. No, no, I wish. It was Stevens College. Yeah. That would have been a punch up first. And I was so excited. Yeah. But nobody, nobody will ever address you formally. And last question, what kind of vehicle are we driving? Please tell me it's like an RV. Oh, man, no. Actually, this Drop wouldn't top. have been a death-defying experience if it was an RV. Um, it was a little tiny, teeny tiny, like, rental car. Okay. Oh, you didn't, You weren't able to, to, to swing or, or get the uh, convertible for the PCH? No, yeah. I wish. I wish. Yeah. We were on a budget. I was in my early 20s. Like, yeah, yeah, you know. yeah. So Dawn and I had, like, sort of, like, seen each other at a wedding. I went up to her and was like, hey, this is stupid. I can't even remember why we had a falling out. And we like started talking again. And then after like a year of phone dates, we're like, girl, let's let's like do this road trip. And it was the first time we had seen each other in a minute. A little bit about Dawn, because I feel like it's important to like just tell you about the, the other heroine of this story. When I first met Dawn, we met my first week at Stevens. And I introduced myself to her because I was like, hey, I like like those wicker baskets are moving into your dorm. Like she had really great taste in baskets. Yeah. Which, you know, is wicker is top of the line. When I go basket, I go wicker first and then all other. I'm a metal milk crate guy myself. Yeah. Very Unimpressed. <laughs> she also, John was like a platinum blonde opera singer, like classically trained vocalist, but also like on the acapella group, the Velvetones at Stevens, but then also had like a tattoo of piano keys on her arm. Like she was like a character and a prodigy. So just like, just so you can like see Dawn in your mind's eye for who was like on this road trip with me. She had many, many lives and like little pieces of like every young woman's fantasy. Like she had little bit, little bits of badass, little bits of opera girl little bits of yes. good girl yeah, i'm so happy you said that because that's like i'm like how do i like really like encapsulate who she is because she like was had the perfect fashion sense but was also like this like liberal activist but could also like yeah. sing an aria 
and was a perfect soprano, but could also <laughs> scat. Like she was like she, she was like a weird science friend. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yes, exactly, for sure. So Don and I um, met, and we're like, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna like tackle um, the PCH. And so she was insistent on this trip that like she was gonna drive the whole thing. We rented this car, and she was like. Carolyn, like, if you want to drive, tell me, but I really, like, I really want to drive this whole time. Did you care? No, because we were visiting vineyards, and I was like, cool, like. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Dawn also would order a flight. We'd order flights, and then she would, like, pose with them, and then she'd give them to me. So it was a great way to tour vineyards in California. Yeah. (laughs) But that's important, because we'll circle back to that later, because she was, like, so insistent on it yeah so you know it's our maybe like second or third day into the trip and we're like driving down the pch and we're getting to big sur are y'all familiar with big sur yes i am not ian is ian is our big sur captain of the podcast so ian you can you can help me here like describe what big sur is like Like, oh don't worry he'll help you yeah good (laughs) (laughs) so you're basically the pch is like on the coast like the butt of california yeah the butt of california you're on you are just next to the 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 water so when you drive through big sur there's like these beautiful bluffs and mountains next to you and then like this these huge like just the ocean like every overhang you want to cry like and we did we stopped at a bridge and we cried we stopped at a beach we cried it was just like it was really beautiful it's where all the car commercials are shot it's like um, all, yeah. all the driving. It's it's very dramatic coastline. Unlike the beaches of like Southern California, it's very dramatic coastlines like up north, Oregon, Washington, like the cliffside. It's like reminiscent of Ireland or it's just very dramatic, sharp cliffs wow. into just the vast Pacific Ocean. Yeah. Incredible sunsets. The, the, the whole road twists and turns through the hills, but you're mm-hmm. staying along the coast where it looks like out the passenger window you're just going to drop off into the ocean and to your left is just the rolling hills of golden purple mountain majesty of, of exactly. california what is around there i mean it's below san francisco yeah right? there's like laguna like we stopped in laguna we stopped in like there's that famous boardwalk like park santa cruz oh santa cruz santa cruz venice beach we did the famous like muscle pose thing mm-hmm. All of those like spots are in in between there. Big Big Sur is mountains and cliffs and oceans meeting. It's it's kind of the last of Northern California. Then you get into like the beaches of of Southern California and the beach towns and the surf towns and stuff. But it's very uh, just dramatic and gorgeous, Big Sur. And with being dramatic and gorgeous, it's remote, right? So like you like you don't have cell phone service, like. There's also, because of those big dramatic bluffs, there's a lot of rocks falling. Mm-hmm. So here, here comes like a little bit of the climax of the story, right? So Dawn and I are driving and it's like our day, day two into the drive. And like, as we keep driving, we keep seeing these signs like falling rocks, be careful. Like roads might be closed, falling rocks, blah, blah, blah. And we keep seeing the signs. We're like, whatever, like the road's been clear. Yeah. I've, se- I've seen those signs a million times and never once were. Ignore them. Ignore them. Yeah, ignore them. It's fine. It's like, it's like when you're in Philly and you see flash flood, right? Ignore it. Yeah. yeah. Nothing <laughs> ever happens. Right? Never happens. So Don and I are driving and now it's maybe midnight and we're driving along and we get to a bend and the road is closed with a big barricade and it says fallen rocks. 
meanwhile, we were on our way to our hotel. We had to go down this highway and like an hour and a half away was our hotel that we were going to stay at for the night. Yeah. Now fallen, fallen rocks is a, is a sign worth following, you know, like it, it's already happened. The, the rock has fallen. Oh, this was like the road was blocked. And I was like, you can't. Get but I just mean like you see the signs falling rocks, like it's oh. possible rocks can fall, yeah. but when you see the rock and the road is blocked and it says rock has fallen. Yeah. Yes. That's when, that's when you want to know your tenses. Yes. That's true. Yes, because then yeah. it's like maybe we should have been doing this versus like looking right. at it. Yeah, yeah. This That's- story itself sounds very tense. It gets tenser, Kevin. Oh. Yeah. Did you have to sleep in tents? Oh. No, no. So so we're like, okay. Um, thank God, though, Dawn had a Garmin. Yeah. Who remembers Garmin? Oh, I remember Garmin. Yeah. So we we were like, crap, this is the only way we think we can get to this motel. And Dawn's like, don't worry, we don't have cell service, but I have a Garmin. Thank God she brought it. When she first got into the car with this fucking Garmin in 2018, I was like, who uses Garmins anymore? We have cell phones. (laughs) Yeah, in 2018. My pop-up used to go to Sam's Club to compare prices of Garmins, but that's about it. Like, (laughs) if you can't get cell, how does it know where you are? Does it download it? Like it, it downloads the whole trip. Now I can't explain the magic of Garmin's, but all I know is that basically it's like an atlas, but digital. I, I, it's like having the CD-ROM of uh, Encyclopedia Britannica. It's all on there. You're fine. Right. So it, it doesn't highlight the route you're going on. It just shows you a map, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you can just okay. you can it, right. it, it, it's just like having all the maps in your pocket, but you can just zoom in yeah. and zoom out yeah. of areas. Yeah. Exactly. Carolyn, have you ever because you're younger, have you ever used an atlas or a map where you're like unfolding and it never refolds the same way again? When I was a kid and I would do cross country trips with my parents, yes, we had the big we had the big right. map. Okay. I'm 34, so okay. <laughs> how, how fortunate for you. I'm like, that's old guys, right? Eh, it's still pre-Atlas, pre-folding maps. Can we just pause for Roni's single tier? Uh, <laughs> you know, I say that like a badge of pride at work when everyone's like, you're so young. And I'm like, I'm in my 30s. <laughs> it's Yeah, you're as old as you've ever been. And I mean that in a good way. I get that didn't come out right, but I don't know. Right. You're talking to me or? Uh, you're, you're as old as dirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So Dawn whips out the Garmin, yeah. the, br- the brick, the brick Atlas. Right. And she's like, listen, Carolyn, no, look, if we just backtrack 90 minutes, there's this other little route that'll take us over this mountain. And we can well, that's get- the thing with the PCH too. It's not like there's just veins coming off of it. You, yeah. you know, it's, it's, there's roads off of the PCH are kind of few and far between yeah. certain areas. Yeah. And so we, ch- and I'm like, Dawn, 90 minutes either way, whatever, fine. I guess that's the only way. On the way to this little road, we do stop by a tiny motel. And I am like insistent. It's late. It's like one in the morning. I'm like, let's just like, let's just stay here. But it is like, it's like a creepy motel. We we pull in and like the light, the like the sign is like half lit up. Like <laughs> yeah. the innkeeper office has cobwebs and like the lights are off. And it's like the little like. It looks like Shit's Creek, but scary. Right. Um, the, the curtain is just open this much. You kind of see a face, but you can't tell. Exactly. Yeah. And it's black and black and white. And Tony Parkins <laughs> is at the front desk. I'm pretty sure when we pulled in, it, tur- it turned into sapia tones. Where did that lightning come from? Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. 
And so I was like insisting that we sleep in this, this parking lot. And Dom was like, no, we're two women alone. We can't do that. And I'm like, all right, but it's really late. And like, we're driving, but there was no room at the end. So we kept driving and we get to this road that like the Garmin is telling us to, to like go up. But, but everything inside you is telling you not to. <laughs> oh God! Yep. Yeah. yeah, but 15 years ago when that Garmin was built, this was a safe road. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So we turn up this teeny tiny little dirt path in our rental car. And as we start to drive up the road, it is a one lane dirt road. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's it's also no one could pass us. Like when I say it's tiny, like we would have had to have stopped and like prayed to God that somebody could get around us. Like it wasn't like there was a spot to move over. Yeah. So I'm trying to be theatrical about how I describe this. We're going up a mountain in a corkscrew is what is happening. Right. Oh, wow. So I know this because as we start to drive up, I start to see signs. Like the Lord of the Rings. I've never seen Lord of the Rings. Well, there's a, there's a point where they have to walk up a corkscrew and, and it's treacherous. Oh. They do stay in that motel, by the way, in the Lord of the Rings. Yeah. They do? Yeah, they meet Strider there. Yeah, you know, whatever. Don't. It's fine. It's yeah. fine. Uh, Carolyn, uh, what did you say though? The signs say what as you're going up? They keep reminding us of the elevation. They're yeah. like thousand feet, <laughs> two thousand feet, and they have these little like you know like cliff like cliff image. Um, what's the thing like cliff, clip art of like a motorcycle is going off a cliff, oh, and <laughs> as we get higher and higher, it's like danger, danger. And are your ears popping? That's weird. Yeah, exactly. Harder to breathe. It's getting harder to breathe. Maybe that's anxiety. Maybe it's elevation. Yeah. You know. Satellites are floating by you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what was that? You're above the radio waves, so the radio stops working. They're above the clouds. Yeah. Also, I will I will add context here too. The reason I'm also scared shitless, not because it's only like two in the morning now. Yeah. It's dark. We're really high up. Dawn has one eye. Dawn has one eye, which, and she also like hasn't driven in a while. Like, and that's, I'll speak to that later. She insisted on driving. Other than the last three days. Other than the last three days. Straight. Yes. But at night she hasn't driven. A quick logistical question. Um, Is it the right or the left that that she has? I can't remember. Maybe it's the, her right. I'd have to look. I'm hoping it's the right. Because if it's the left, that's the side furthest from the cliff. No, not in this situation, right? That's the side closest. Driving up, she's driving up. So yeah. right side is the passenger side. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. So was it right in the middle? Because that would solve the problem. Right. That would. She I could teleport it. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. So we're driving up, and it, it right at this moment, I'd forgotten about Don. Don had um melanoma and she lost her eye and so she had a glass one and you know was in that never ever crossed my mind ever it wasn't a thing but you know three in the morning when you're scared for your life those are the things you think of like the person driving me sure i bet depth perception sure would come in handy right now how how tall is this mountain though because it was two in the morning and now it's three in the morning you have been going up this mountain for one whole hour sure i spent my whole life on that mountain oh, that's, fair. that's how it felt well and what, um, honestly if you if it's that narrow and it's a cliff and all that i mean you're you're going maybe 30 miles an hour oh yeah man super slow yeah very slow right and it becomes clear to me like that we <laughs> might die and don can feel how like anxious i am because you're gripping the dashboard 
I am white knuckling the dashboard. Yeah. <laughs> I am white knuckling the dashboard. And at this point in John's like trajectory, this changed later. Um, no shade to people who are religious, but John was going through a period where she like was born again. Yeah. She was telling me how we're going to fall off the mountain, like, or like God is looking out for us and like Jesus is keeping us in his, uh, and I'm like, Jesus is not going to tie a parachute to my back. Yeah. And like Jesus Dave, also uses a tom tom, not a garment. So, right? <laughs> and, Jesus and the, never drove a day in his life. <laughs> he didn't. He had a camel. Camels know mountains better than anybody. You okay. know. Okay. And they're super slow. Do you think exactly. Jesus had a camel? I I I don't remember him having a camel. It's possible. Or was it a, was it a donkey? Oh, I'm sure he had a donkey. Yeah. Mary had a donkey. It, that oh, was a he had a little lamb. I, I, thought, little I lamb. thought he rode a griffin. Or his dad, you know, God just gave him like a jetpack. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, that would have been way cooler. All right. So you're going up Jesus Mountain. And Don can feel like I my, my anxiety is like palpable at this yeah. point. Because I'm like, we should just sleep here. Can we just pull over and sleep here? Like, we are going to die. Like, and so she... She's like, Carolyn, just go to sleep. Like, just put your chair back. <laughs> oh, no. So I'm like, all right. And I lay down, I close my eyes, but I don't go to sleep. And she starts singing. She starts singing while she's driving. And like, she has a beautiful voice. So I guess I wish it was soothing, but it's not. But I just think it's funny because she starts like singing these like, oh, like I don't know, like, um, I don't like Joni Mitchell. And I'm like, this doesn't fucking help. I can't. I thought you were going to say she was singing like Aria. Gospel. <laughs> and that would. Or, yeah. I thought awake. like you were gonna, like hymns, like religious songs. Like. Exactly. And so long story short, we do get to the top of the mountain. I know we're coming back down because I can feel the, the other end of this corkscrew. And I will say the only reason I feel validated knowing I was about to die is for two reasons. In addition to my, like my gut intuition. Yeah. The summer before, I had been to Muir Woods, which are the big redwood trees. Yeah, that's Ian's stomping ground. Right? Mm -hmm. I drove up there during the day with a friend who was a very, like, he was like, I'm not sure how fast my car can go. And, like, that's another time when I was like, I can see over the edge of this hill. I know how high we are up. Reason two, when I went to this conference in Palm Springs, this was a great talking point because all the women that lived in California, when I told them the name of the mountain, which I forget now, they were like, you did what? Y'all <laughs> drove up this mountain at three in the morning? Like they were shocked. So it was a great way to network. But we make it down to the other end of the mountain. When you got to the top, it didn't like there wasn't a road to like get off. You had to corkscrew back down. The other the other side, right? The other side of the mountain to get around that. So it's it, it's not maybe corkscrewing, um, maybe um, uh, zigzag. zigzag. Exactly. Yeah, zigzag. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. So, oh, it was like God. a zigzag. Yeah. So I knew we were coming back down. So I, my it's like my anxiety like like left me as we were leaving the mountain. Yeah. And so. I guess a nice little bookend to this is that when we finally made it to our other hotel, it wasn't as creepy, but it was equally as unique. Yeah. Get there and it's like the shell of a Holiday Inn and it's a family owned business, but this guy has like World War II army figurines everywhere. Mm. Just like little ones or big life size ones? Little ones. Little guys. Okay. Like set up in a battle scene. Very comforting. In front of the concierge, next yeah. to where the breakfast buffet is going to be. Like, Did you interrupt his war? He was playing Risk and you interrupted him? 
I think so. I think that that might be the case. I and mean, this was his theme of the hotel? He, I forget what his, his like, MO was. But he was like, yeah, just like, I collect them. And I think it's like a fun thing for people to look at when they come in. We were like, okay, like, sure. Me, please. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Look, they're all glued to the ceiling of our room. That's fun. They're everywhere. Yeah, they seem to be plugging holes. <laughs> Yes. And all, all the guns are pointed at me. No matter where <laughs> yes. I'm standing. Yeah. Now you go into this place, is, are there other cars there? Like at least there's other patrons? I do feel that was why it was less creepy. We, would, we were not the only people staying there. And it was like, clearly just like this, this, this dude and his wife and they loved World War II, you know? And that's, what, that's what the PCH has is like those mom and pop, like just single spots where people just driving up and down the PCH, you'll find just, you know, varying degrees of creepy little hotels and motels. At this point is Dawn like, see, Jesus had us. Yeah, she wasn't phased at all. Like this whole time, like she, yeah. it was like not, not a, not a, any sweat on her brow. She's like, yeah, you just like needed to calm down. Like I could feel your anxiety, but it was fine. And um, suddenly you're remembering why you hadn't talked in five years. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> she always was cool as a cucumber, you know. She was always so brave in that sense. And so I think that's why she was like, I got this. She was like the, the leader of this trip. There's something so cool about that. So admirable yeah. Oh, yeah. about people who just take the lead. Yeah. 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 Did you end up driving at all? Or did she do the whole trek? She did the whole thing. Wow. And so I will I will circle back to this because I was kind of said there was she was very emphatic about it. Yeah. So I wanted to tell this story because Dawn, um, so Dawn at the time, you know, out of respect for her, her voice, I won't say much more, but at this time she was like in a really abusive, controlling marriage, mm -hmm. a lot of coercive control. Like she wasn't allowed to leave her house. She wasn't allowed to drive. And so I'm still shocked to this day that she was allowed to go on this trip with me. I found out about this years later at the time. Yeah. I had no idea that she was in this situation and I am pretty sure that the reason she was insistent on driving is it was like her only chance. Yeah. And she, she could be in control. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Not to be like a buzzkill, but I will add like, so Dawn, I lost Dawn. Um, she died of um, ocular melanoma over the spring. This past spring? Yeah. In May. Oh. And I just felt like this story like really like honored her spirit and like what a fucking adventurer she oh, was, yeah. how brave she was. And like, yeah. and I, I bring up the moment, the five years that we didn't speak because I learned so much of, from my conflict with Dawn. Yeah. And like, I just feel like this story encapsulate, like, encapsulates what's a, what a badass she is. Yeah. And like, yeah. So I just wanted to share that and like how she was so like, I'm going to drive, we're going to drive up this mountain Love and it. I've got yeah. it. And so, yeah, I mean, it all, it all ended up okay. And like, we had the best trip ever. So I'm so, I'm so glad, you know, you approached her at that wedding and said, Let, let's get by this. And because you did that, you had that trip with her. Oh yeah. Just fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely the trip of a lifetime. We, we had a really good time. And you gave her a trip. Like you gave her a trip, like just being able being able to go on that trip for her probably meant so. Yeah, you much. didn't know. I mean, you didn't know what all she was working through and and going through, and so like driving up that mountain was nothing for her. Yeah, that's a really good point. 
unfortunately you were in the car with her and but she was at a point where she's like i got i i got nothing to lose mm-hmm. she did, did that relationship end soon thereafter yeah i mean not soon after that it actually ended about a year before her her okay. um she passed so she ended it i would say about a year before when she got her prognosis she was like i'm out like yeah. i'm going to I'm going to live my life how I want to. And she, she created like a bunch of content. Like she, you know, I mentioned she's a singer and an artist. Yeah. She like created a YouTube channel and like wrote all this poetry and like, yeah. Carolyn, you had posted about this back in May on Facebook mm-hmm. and I read it and I went to your friend's YouTube page because oh. you it and I was like, Oh, I'd, I'd like to. And I listened and she, some of her singing was on there and that's really cool. I mean, it's really, it's such a nice, you know, it's nice. It's nice. Yeah. I, I just think it's so, it's cool. What a gift to like maybe know when your time will be up and like to have maybe a last chance to like talk to people in that way or like share your voice. Yeah. That trip was a blast though. Like, I mean, I literally thought about moving to California. It was, it was so beautiful. California is just awesome. Have you been back? Have you been back since? Not yet. And I, I feel like well, that was 2018 and then like work and life happened, but it's definitely on my list. Yeah. I like that you say not yet. Yeah. And how, how long, how long Well, you say not yet to everything when you're 34, Kevin, how That's long, that's true. How long, how long was that trip? Carolyn? Oh my gosh. I want to say we did, I want to say like three or four days at least because we started in San Francisco and we stayed at least three different places. Yeah. So minimum three. Hindsight's twenty twenty because there, you know, part of our falling out was just really odd behavior that I didn't really realize was coming from some stuff that I didn't know was going on. We, you yeah. know, a lot of, a lot of the girls that were in our all, like, you know, from our time together at Stevens, we were like, why is Dawn acting this way? Why is she like isolating herself? Like, why is she being such a bitch? And like, man, like if anybody's behavior ever changes abruptly, I really wish I would have had the wisdom and the foresight to be like, Hey, maybe it's, maybe it's not, them just being nasty like maybe there's something else going on looking back it's easy to see that but in the time if you don't have that experience you don't know what's going on yeah so yeah yeah i I heard a great quote that we can't change we can't change how anything starts or mm -hmm. how anything started but we have something to say about how it ends yeah nice carolyn what uh I, I know we didn't ask it early on, but did you have a mixtape or anything? Did you guys have what kind of music were you guys jamming to throughout this? Oh my gosh! Did you just I put on the like college, the college jams. It was like a bunch of different things. It was probably like a mixture of like Britney Spears, like also probably you know all those nineties yeah. like that nineties stuff. But there was definitely probably like some Joni Mitchell, maybe some like. You're a singer too, so I mean, a lot. You guys must have just been singing at the top of your lungs, driving down PCH. A lot of Broadway musicals, you know, I try yeah. to live in Spring Awakening. I hate that musical, but maybe some more classics. Yeah. yeah, that's great. So, I mean, you, you should know that you gave her just three days of heaven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. I hope so. We, we did have a blast. We laughed a lot. And like, I'll even say after that trip, we had we had monthly phone calls. Like we tried to talk on the phone probably at least 
at least once a month, if not every week. And so the cool thing is like after that trip, our friendship just like completely grew and we like picked up right where we left off. So that friend, that trip was really reparative in a lot of ways too. That's fantastic. And you gave her a chance awesome. to be in control during a time in her life when everything was out of her control. And, and mm -hmm. that was, you were a good friend and I don't know, an adventurer and gave her someone to be strong for instead of her being the weak one all the time. And I, I don't know, I just think it was, that was a gift. It was a gift for her. Yeah, that's a good point, Jess. She got to take care of you while you were scared and yeah. nervous. And, you know, she was like, I got this. She got to be the big tough one. She, she had no doubt. Yeah. But it probably would have been a nicer gift if you had gotten the convertible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>